Blog Talk Radio. Hey, you are listening to Ultra Life, the show about business and life. I've been an entrepreneur. My name is Adam Tajuddin. I've been an entrepreneur, Adam Tajuddin. Sometimes I could say that pretty fast. And uh, I've been an entrepreneur for a long time. Uh, I started uh, selling candy to uh, grade school kids when I was in middle school at the age of about 12. And then I've had touch and go after that once I was 19. I started back in my career being an entrepreneur, and that's kind of why I started this show, because as an entrepreneur, I've seen how life and business are just part of life, whether you're pursuing your career or you're pursuing your life and being healthy with the wellness, exercise, and peace of mind. Uh, we did have a, a guest today. Uh, Clint Arthur, we'll have to reschedule with him. It doesn't look like he can make it today. But I'm going to talk to you guys today about, what am I going to talk to you about? Sales. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of experience with sales over the years. I'm just going to share you some tips that have been my experience with sales. Um, so uh, if you're in sales or you're in business, or you're even you have a job. You're really selling yourself, unless you're debt. Uh, when I say you're dead, that means you know don't be dead. Uh, if you're just going to your job and working nine to five and making ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, even if it's a hundred bucks an hour, you're always selling something. Whether you're selling yourself to people higher up from you, or you're selling people below you that uh, you know in, in the in the hierarchy of uh, business, not below you in a uh, figurative sense, social setting. But uh, if you are working with people, you're selling yourself. Now, some people might not like that uh, terminology, but it's a fine terminology in this sense. Okay, You can cut it, slice it, tomato, tomato, however you want to. That's always been kind of my viewpoint. But one of the ways that I've always uh, excelled at selling is listening. Uh, I will make sure that I'm listening to the client, seeing what they're saying so I can apply how my product or service, but that's also a product, will make a difference for them. What are their concerns? What are their desires? And from that, I'm able to cater to their needs and uh, make sure that they have a good experience and they have a good uh, they 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 see the benefits of the product. So depending on what they're saying, I will talk to them about what benefits they are, what benefits will help them and make a difference for them. Um, for example, I sell a natural supplement called Wow and Accelerator. A couple of them. And when I walk into a store, sometimes I do a cold call over the phone. Sometimes I walk in uh, to a brick-and-mortar store. Sometimes it could be an email or introduction. But we'll take me walking into the store because that's probably the, not the hardest, but this might be the most confronting for people. Uh, it's actually easier to make a phone call, but you get less results. But when you're in front of someone, uh, you can usually, 
it's a it's an easier time to make a sale than over a phone. Uh, at least that's been for me. Uh, you have to ask for the decision maker, um, but you want to treat everybody that you have run into as a decision maker because you never know. You might assume they're not the decision maker, but they they might be the decision maker, or they might be the temporary decision maker, or they might hold sway of decision maker. They're definitely the person that's going to be the gatekeeper for your next step if they're not the person. I never assume I know. Sometimes I, I can tell if it's a business owner or a manager. Sometimes they all have a name tag. But uh, what I do is I make sure that I can uh, see and, and uh, you know, treat them like the decision maker. Make sure they are the person that I want to talk to. Um, and I will talk to them just like they are the person I want to talk to. Does that make sense to you guys? Great. So you treat them with kindness. You tell them what you're there for. And uh, you're, you're always, uh, you know, something that Tom Hopkins, I heard him say, is that you always be closing. You always do, uh, you know, set things up so that you're closing the customer in a way that uh, they are getting to a certain point. They're getting to a place that um, that you want them to get to, uh, which is a close, which is a close is basically the sale. Um, so you ask for the decision maker, uh, and then they might be the person you're speaking to, and then you explain them why you're there. And sometimes they'll hear you out. Sometimes they'll tell you to come back. Sometimes they'll say they're not interested. Now, with a person that's not interested, I would say, well, um, what is it that you're looking for? And usually I speak to them in the sense of you gotta you got to listen. you got to listen before they even talk. What is that client going to be looking for? For me, in a retail store, I want to give them a new profit center. I want them to be looking at my product as a new profit center where they're going to make 100% back on their money, or 50% of the retail value. It's said both ways. Sometimes it's said 100%, uh, which is double your money, basically, if you buy it for $2 and sell it for 4 Sometimes it's said it's 50% margin because you're selling it for 4 and you're making 50%. I like to say 100%. Why? Because it is more. You want to sell them more. You want them to hear 100% over 50%. And if you have to, you can explain it to them. But I promise you, in this environment, some people see it as 50, some people see it as 100%. And I go with 100%. So I explain to them that it has a profit center of the, of the uh, 100%. It's going to increase their profit because that's what they want. Whether they're a business owner, whether they're a uh, manager, because they're all going to be graded one way or another, whether it's in their pocket or a bonus or losing their job or losing sales because they're going to have to perform at whatever level. Even when you have a job, you're going to have to perform at a certain level for these people. Excuse me a sec. So that's what I do. I talk about profit center. 
And as we go in the conversation, if they want me to give them a pitch, which is basically just explaining the product and the benefits, of course, I will talk about the benefits of the product. And I want to talk about the benefits that's going to be for them and their customers. Again, this is a retail store selling to a customer coming in to buy a product. Um, anywhere from herbal stores, natural supplement stores, health food stores, grocery stores, convenience stores. We sell these little packets in there. And adult stores because we have a product called Wow, which is a uh, product for men and women. It's a men's and women's vitality product. Now, I would give them a pitch and explain to them the benefits of the product. Uh, depending on how much time they give me, usually it's quick, though. Um, it's nice. The packaging it catches their attention. We put a profit center right on their counter. It's an impulse item if they choose that. We're in a lot of 7-Elevens where they put us in the line, they call it, which is in the, uh, in the aisles. The line is the aisles. And so um, I try to get it you know, by the register because everyone's going to see that because they're coming to buy, uh, pay for their products. The line works too. Uh, because people are going for a specific product, looking for it. So that works too. But I like to approach everybody because I don't want to miss anybody. But either way, I've seen benefits to both, and you have to see what works best for you. Now, some of the benefits of my product, that it works. We guarantee the product to the consumer. And I even at the end of my uh, pitch, I give the customer, I, I love the customer, the retailer, who's buying the product initially to sell to the consumers, I am telling them um, that I will guarantee the sale of their product. If it doesn't start selling within 30 days, I will buy the product back. And in, from hundreds of stores, I've maybe bought my product back for maybe three, maybe, like one out of 100. Um, I also offer marketing for the product and I show them or tell them of the places that we're marketing, such as this radio show would be one of them. Um, banners, flyers, you could do guerrilla marketing and you can do uh, media, uh, Facebook advertising, uh, local papers, local papers like uh, just local papers like City Weekly. There's a City Weekly in every area and I advertise in there. Banners, flyers, the colors of the product. If the product is well-known, then I mentioned that. In the beginning, it wasn't well-known well in this area. Um, so I would do, uh, I would put banners, and I still do this. I put banners, I design, create, and pay for the banner. And we put it on the store, the building itself, or out in the lawn or someplace to attract customers. And it works beautifully because people are like, huh, lose weight. Huh, that's interesting. What's that? And they will come in, ask about the product, and purchase. And the customer loves that, and it creates brand loyalty with the retailer who's happy because you're actually making an effort to sell your product that you already sold to them because you don't want to sell it once, and they know people are sometimes just going to get one sale and they're out. I want a customer that's going to buy every week. Of course, that means more profits for you and making more money for you. And, and providing for your family, your girlfriend, your wife, your uh, habits, you know, if you want to go jet skiing, you know, the money, the profits, sales equal to a better quality of life, whatever that looks like. 
if it's buying a steak or buying organic greens for you, it is the reason why you want to have a great ability to sell. So I offer, I tell them all the benefits of that, and a lot of times I get a yes. Now, sometimes what has to happen is you have to build rapport with the customer, especially when you're going in, and this is probably the second or the hardest thing in sales. First of all, it's actually making an effort to make a sale, calling on the client, even if it's a, even if it's a hot lead, and a hot lead would be described as uh, a customer that wants your product, they've already called, or even if you're answering the phone, and they're saying, hey, I want your product right now, okay? So um, the hard, one of the hardest things is to make that initial sale. The second or the first, depending on you and everything, is the follow-up. A lot of sales are made and die this way. I remember I followed up with a client literally 50 times, maybe more, over the course of two or three years. And even though the owner of the store is a chain of stores here locally in Salt Lake City, Utah, said, I'm going to carry your product. I want it. Every time I'd call the buyer, they would not call me back. They would blow me off because whatever was going on, they were like, no, we're not buying your product. Now, um, I don't remember what happened. Finally, I got the owner to basically make the buyer buy it and, um, or at least have a meeting with me. And so I went into the store. I had my meeting, showed them the product, got the order. In fact, I, I didn't actually pitch them. I actually just got like a minimum package of around $200 ready and got it, you know, I handed her the invoice and she sat there and looked at it and she's like, um, I don't know. And I was like, well, he wants the product in here, right? He got, she went, yeah. And I said, well, so it's $233. And I don't remember exactly the price, but it was around that. And, um, I, you know, I didn't take no for the answer because I already had a yes. And sometimes you have to kind of do that. Now, from that, I've had a relationship with that client for maybe six, seven years. I've gone to events with them. I've, uh, I've given product away for free. That's another marketing tool that you can use to push your product is having a table and handing out your product or sampling your product. Um, I've gone in and trained their workers. And so it wasn't like I was being negative and forcing this product down their throat. I also supported it to them after the owner had said, yeah, I will buy this product, right? And I followed up. Then one of the hardest things for me and others to do is that sometimes you'll get a lead and life happens. That's why this show is about business and life. Because business people like to ask a lot of the time that life doesn't matter. All then they get divorces, they get overweight, they you know multiple things will happen. But life happens. So I got the customer to buy the product, and I think they paid me on the spot either by check or by an American Express card, something like that. Boom! I got the sale. Now. 
There's another. So one thing I did there, you notice how I, I only sold, uh, it was only about $200. I had sent my fiance at the time in. She wanted the sales. She wanted the experience. And, and she'd been selling with me. And she had a meeting with a buyer. And she went for the biggest package. Now, that was, she, not the, I have a $10,000 package. But at the time, I think we were just doing a $2,000 package. She tried to sell her the $2,000 package, and that would be great. I, I want $2,000. You want $2,000? Of course. So she, she went for the big sale, and she couldn't sell the big sale, and she stopped. I've seen where I want to make the big sale, too, and I always try to make a big sale. I mean, I go for the big sale first. I usually show a few options, and they usually go for the middle option. But sometimes they go for the lowest option. But now you've got your foot in the door. You've got the sale. You, they are now a customer. You've changed the rapport completely. You might not make as much in commissions on that first sale, but at least you make commissions. Instead of, there's a motto I have. I'd rather have a, uh, like, I call it, if I'd rather have 80% of something than 100% of nothing. So whatever that scale would be, if it's 30% of something instead of 100% of nothing, of course you want a percentage of something. Go for the gold. If you can't get the gold or platinum, then take the silver or copper, but work your way up. And I do this with my health also. Work your way up. Always work your way up. Um, so there's that. and it's important to do, right? So I make the sale. I worked on making the sale, and you make that, you ask them. Once you ask them, you don't speak again. You just say, so once you have given your pitch and whatever your closing, your sales question uh, is to close, depending on the situation, I vary. It could be does this, is it, how does this product look in your store? Um, sometimes I, it, it depends on the rapport you have with the person too and how the language is going. And I change a little bit. I mirror the person a little bit with the language. You don't want to go in at a 10 going, hey, I am so excited to be here. I've got the best product ever. And they're the one just like, mm. you know, and sometimes that works. And it works for the right people. And you want to be enthusiastic, of course. Um, but uh, you want to be able to make that sale, of course. So I mirror them and see where they're at so I can relate with them and actually be listening to what their needs are and what they need and what makes a difference for them. So I will ask them things like, uh, so... Would you like this package or this one? You know, uh, would you like to just start with a rack today or would you like a rack and some bottles? A rack is what I display my product on. Um, would you, uh, you know, and uh, does this, you know, two, does 233 work for you today or would you like to pay that in two parts? Now, I, I don't really offer that unless they say something like that. I never do it in consignment unless I'm absolutely um, 
feeling like it's a busy store and it might work out, but that also puts more effort on your part. I rarely will do that. Um, you know, some of the things will come up for you, uh, some of the things that customers are asking you about are um, what uh, what are the benefit of the products, and you want to share those benefits with them. Some of the things that they will say negatively is like, well, we don't have room in the space. And then you can make her help and make her What about here? You look for spots for it. You try to defeat any of their negative uh, things that they say about taking on your product. Come back in a week. I use sometimes, I've used this. Well, what is it that you would need today to purchase today? And sometimes that works because you actually address them directly. They'll say, well, can I pay you half today? Or can you make the rack half? Or can you come back in an hour because I'm just really busy right now? Any of those things. But at least you asked. At least you, that question's been asked. You can't just assume that people will say something if they want it or if they have a, a, a a negative thing to say about the product, they don't always say it. Sometimes you have to ask them. Sometimes people are polite. Sometimes you're dealing with different cultures and their way is completely different from the way you are or how you think things should be. But it's good to ask questions, especially when they're not going to purchase. And I just listen to them. It's a big part of how I do I listen to make sure to see how they're going to how they're responding to what I'm saying. Sometimes I watch body language. Sometimes I watch if they they cross their arms. Um, and if I'm going direct with them face-to-face, I'll just go to the side a little bit so I'm not as confronting. And literally sometimes you'll see them uncross their arms um, because they're feeling attacked. I don't do high pressure, but I do um, ask. I do ask, well, what would it take for the product to be in today? I'd really like to get the product in here. Is there a slow mover that when you, you're planning on moving out, we could put it right here? Remember, we guarantee the sale. You know it's going to sell. We know it's going to sell in here. What can we do about it? You've got to honor what you say because that will make a huge difference too, right? Um, what else can I tell you about sales? I always try to look impeccable. I make sure that I'm dressed well. Sometimes casually, but well, but not uh, usually business casual because even if they're dressed casually, they want someone that's representing a product to be representing the product. Uh, Sometimes I wear a suit, and it's amazing how I've actually been surprised, and I actually forgot this, but it's amazing how people will respond when you're wearing a suit. They actually are. Uh, like, oh, this guy's the real deal. I mean, a suit and tie. Um, you definitely get their attention. They definitely give you more respect that you deserve because you're making a sale and they want you want to sell that product, of course, because it'll make a difference for them, make a difference for you. I try not to just think about the money. I try to think about, well, this is going to be a profit center for them. Oh, I know. There's a great... There's a great thing also is that when you go in and you're about to make a sale, 
don't assume that you know the outcome. Um, because if you, especially if it's negative, of course, you think you're going to go in there and you're going to fail, well, that's not going to help you at all. You don't know what's going to happen. And, I've, and I still do this. When I'm walking into a store sometimes, I'm like, oh, they're not going to buy it. And I'll tell myself, well, I don't really know what's going to happen, and they buy it. A lot of the time, they don't buy the product. Where I worry sometimes, oh, they're going to put my product up because it's a slow mover, um, you know, this sucks, uh, they didn't call, whatever, and they buy more product. And they're so happy to see you, and they ask you, where have you been? Even if they have your number, they don't call you, you know. I mean, sometimes that just happens. So I follow up with my customers regularly to make sure they get the products that they deserve. And you want to look at it like they deserve this product. If you're selling something you don't believe in, you probably should stop selling it. If you like the product that you're selling, if you love the product you're selling, if you use a product and know it's a good quality product, you're going to sell it much better. And you're going to, your conversation is going to be much better that way. You could talk. You could uh, bowl crap them all you want, but the truth is that um, it's not really a way to live or a way to live in integrity. And that's not something I believe in. I know people will lie to make a sale and they'll make sales, but you'll you'll watch. If you can watch somebody's life, you'll see that they'll be having problems in some area and they'll be wondering, why am I having problems in this area? And then it could be because we don't know how everything works. Because you lied to that guy to make the fifty thousand dollar sale, you got the fifty grand, but you spent all the money, or whatever might happen. So I want to thank you guys for listening today, whatever day it is. Uh, we're coming to the end of the show, and I really appreciate you. I will have a CD out soon about sales one hundred and one, how to make your sale and make the money that you deserve. And I thank you so much for listening. If you'd like to uh, get a free call with me about marketing, sales, or health coaching, uh, health mentoring, I do that for my clients. And you can reach me on on Facebook at Adam Tajuddin, Adam, T-A-G-E-L, D-I-N. You can also reach me at, the numbers right there on Facebook, 801-577-306. It's 3006. Thank you guys again so much for listening. I really do appreciate you, and I really want this show to make a difference for you, make a difference for the world, so we can all live in a better place with a higher evolved way of thinking where we're not dealing with a lot of uh, negative things, but it's all a great positive way to go. Thank you so much, and have a great life and a great day. And remember, take kick butt action. Take kick butt action today and juice your passion.